Causing the Effect, a podcast focused on the exploration of your mind, body, and spirit. Guy. The man, the myth, the legend, the cornerstone of the fitness <laughs> industry. What up, Carmen? How we feeling, brother? It's nice to be back, dude. Uh, you are Carmen's one of these few motherfuckers that actually reaches out to me like every two months. He's just like, "Yo, can I come on?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." I'm gonna fucking ask people. Um, Carmen actually is gonna be with. I don't know. I'm calling you Carmen now. I feel like you're like professional now. Nooch is gonna be joining me with Joel Green and Frankie Dades, and yo, I'm pretty hyped about that because. You guys are sort of big shots now. And I'm like, yo, am I sort of a big shot now? And I, I'll just, I'm going to ride off everybody's coattails at this point. I don't, I don't give a fuck, but um, I'm not a big shot. I'm riding off your coattails, man. I think let's all ride <laughs> off each other's coattails, but shout out to Joel. <laughs> shout out to Frankie. Everybody's in. That'll be coming up next month, the month after. Um, Nooch, what has been going on? Give me the, the quarterly update. We went from craziness soccer. Last time I spoke, you sent, you seemed too relaxed. Now you seem in a perfect zone. Because you were so shot the first time I met uh, that 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 we spoke back there when you were coming back from Ukraine. What has been going on? Yeah, man, I've just been so I've done the soccer thing, and now I'm just basically at the facility, just running athletes, general population sessions, basically six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours straight, five days a week. So we had the crazy um, schedule with the team, but now it's still a crazy schedule just with my own people. So it's a uh, kind of what it would have been last year if I wasn't working in the pro sports world, but you know, just living the life, man. Nothing's really crazy with work, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It sounds like whatever you're doing is just more in line with, I guess, whatever you saw yourself doing. Yeah. I think now it's kind of what it would have been like because the world was somewhat slightly getting back to normal last year. And the first year I was at Bracey, it was 2020. So we all know how that went. And then 2021, it slowly started to get a little bit better. Didn't know how the clientele and the athlete pop would pick up for me because I entered the world of, you know, the soccer world, um, just training. And then, um, yeah, I decided to make a decision to cut that to get a little bit of my peace of mind and life back. And so we went full blown on my own and, you know, putting full faith into myself and what I'm capable of doing with my own ability and in this industry. So things have been very well, good. And, you know, I can't complain. Very busy. It's not a bad thing. No, dude, you, you've always just been, I feel like you're always grinding on something, whether it's something you like, I don't like, you're going to do it regardless. Is that, is this like an eight to you? Like this, this mindset, is this just the way, was it born this way? Cause I feel like you got this from, from like being a Philly or some shit. Like it's just more natural for you just to grind. <laughs> yeah. I think I just learned at a young age. Like I don't really remember being out of the gym. I think I uh, grew up, you know, watching my dad in the gym training and whatnot before I was even able to do anything. So I kind of just learned that from him and then just took it and rolled with it. You know, I tell everybody all the time, it's not a hobby. It's not like when people say, oh, this is my passion. It's not my passion. It's my life. It's, it's who I am. It's how I've been raised. So even if you ask some of my buddies back home, if you get a chance to ever talk to them, you know, they'll probably tell you the same thing. I was training those guys back when I was like 14, 15, 16 years old in the gym. So even when I was still trying to do my own thing, chase my own dream as a professional athlete. 
Yeah, dude, I think you Philly guys are crazy. Because Joel, I, I don't know if I told you, Joel <laughs> is from, Joel Green is from Philly. And this motherfucker was crazy because I asked him for like the same story. Like, what was that one thing? And his whole thing was if he said he can't do something, his parents wouldn't let him eat for the night. And I was like, yo, that shit will That's just keep. That will just teach you a lesson. Listen, they they was home, uh, aband- lived in an abandoned house, went through some shit. But to go from like that to a professional NBA, I was like, that mindset had to dread. Like, that's half the battle with anything. I feel like whether well, t- pick your poison. Half of it's the the mindset. Half of it is whatever the routine is. From from your perspective now, because you're dealing with more normal people every day, or is it more at, or is it more of like pro athletes? Or what kind of what's what client, kind of clientele is it? It's a blend. I mean, it's it's very much a blend of everything. So, which is it's cool, man, because you know some of my general population people, are my favorite people to be around. Like, they're funny, you know. They keep me humble, and you know we have good conversation. We laugh, we joke, we get the work in, and then you know you get college athletes, high school athletes, pro athletes who are a little bit more serious. You can still have a good time and laugh and joke with them, but at the same time, you know you find that balance between both of them, and things just kind of work out. But yeah, I, I love my gen pop people. They're fun. They keep me honest. Yeah, dude, I would think mixing it up is, is a bit more interesting because I'm assuming you could tell me if I'm wrong, like, but athletes, you're getting more of mindset guys that are already, it's kind of already set. Like you guys are, you guys grind. It's fine. And maybe with the more, more normal people, you get to talk to them a little more. You have to understand a little bit more of like, oh, this is why you can't lose weight or like, what are they trying? Are they, are they, is, are they trying to, is there certain goals for different people? Like, are they trying to get more explosive? Are they trying to lose weight? Is it, is there anything to do with fat loss or is it trying just to become more athletic? I think it's just, it's different. Everyone has different goals, but I, I think, you know, you listen and you kind of tailor the program to whatever they want it to be, but also you, you as a good trainer, you kind of just tailor it to how you want it to look as well, if that makes sense. So sprinkling in what you think will work best, but also kind of go in ways of giving them what they want too. So just kind of finding that happy medium of both ends is a, a good way to go about it. Cause you know, you always have that one client that's like, Oh, I didn't want a big ass, but now I have a big ass and I love it. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what we all want, sweetheart. That's what I that's what I go for. Now, now from your perspective, because this is something I've been unraveling with talking to these, these um you Instagram fitness famous people and all that good stuff. Like, is the is part of this issue that like the shit that works, the compound exercises, and those are just not that sexy to look at yeah. on Instagram, and you can't just make content out of benching, squatting and deadlifting. Like, is that, is there any truth to that? Like, what, how do you feel about what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like there, you can never go away from, you know, your basic push, pull, hinge, yeah. squat exercises. And for myself, I, I still do the very basic bench press and deadlift stuff, but you're right to a certain extent. I mean, that stuff isn't going to get views. It's not going to get likes. Like it should. Some some instances do, you know, but how many times are you going to post the same thing of you deadlifting, PRing, and, you know, people aren't going to want to see that. I, I think for myself, um, not to say it got boring, but, you know, it got boring for me in my own training stuff. So what I found was to, you know, supplement my own style, my own kind of swag, for lack of a better term, with those exercises and just make my own style of training. And it's kind of worked for me. So I think my Instagram now I'm entering that place where it has literally become like a grocery store. So I'll post something and 10 minutes later, somebody's doing the exact same thing. They don't credit you. They don't give you any type of, you know, shout out. That's just like, oh, it's theirs now. And not saying I invented anything. Everything we've done has already been done before. But at the same time, you're just like, man, at least, you know, throw me a shout out. And it's not even like regular just people. It's just like doctors or PTs or like trainers who have, you know, 
hundreds of thousands more followers than me are literally just taking my stuff maybe 10 minutes after the fact that I posted. And you're just like, wow, we've gotten to that point. And then you have the people that just constantly call you dumb and you don't know what you're talking about it and shit like that. So that's always right. fun too. Yeah, I see. I see. And I, I can understand if somebody's uneducated, like if you just looked at what you're doing, it, it looks more, what would the word be? It looks more eccentric than some other things. But to me, it, it makes sense because a lot of it's just explosivity. And whether it's with the swing yeah. or with somebody's, you know, doing, I see you doing a lot of single leg stuff. These are all things that are based from um, just sports performance. And it's like, I, I don't do you do you have to like deal with that often or you, like because I see you maybe post that once like months ago. Um, is that something you deal with often? Uh, what people just talking shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually screenshotted some guys like the band exercises I did. And it's just like, oh, I don't agree with this. Put it in his story literally today, like three hours ago. I was looking at it and I was just like, man, these are very basic like band exercises that you just do for rhythm, tempo you know, hip extension, stuff like that. And it's just like, well, guess your athletes don't want to move that way. So it's just very, uh, very funny to see now. It's just like you have a bigger account. People just automatically either think you don't know what you're talking about. They just want to challenge you or they just kind of want to be seen. Yeah, I think there's something because even like when when this started blowing up last year, I started anything negative. I would just have like a breakdown, like you get the one non five star review on. And I'm like, oh, this is part of the process, that means that you're doing something right. Cause like, there's no way to get to the end of this or to get to a certain level without having a hater. Cause I think when somebody looks at you and goes, Oh, Carmen, fucking Del, Del Maestro with fucking 200 K view, whatever it is, they are going to just, I think when, just by seeing that they, they're kind of against it initially. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think the funniest thing now is like, I have attracted a lot of, you know, people from different parts of the world. They actually, when they come into Chicago, they come and train with me which is cool. I actually have two kids that play Gaelic football, which if people aren't familiar with it is rugby and soccer who are in town and it's huge in Ireland. It's a huge sport. And, you know, they're in town for like six, seven weeks and they've been training with me and, you know, you get the comments, not just from them, but from a lot of other athletes that first come in and they want to, they test you a little bit. They want to see if you're real or not. They want to see if you move the way you move. They want to see why you do the things that you do. And, you know, it's always the same thing. It's like, Oh, you're real you know, we shit. And it's just like, well, if you want to t test me, let's have a conversation. And that's the other thing I've learned too, is like, when you push back, you instantly as the person with the bigger account, you're conceited, you know, it all you're an asshole. It's just like, well, you came to my page and you want to start shit with me. Don't get mad that I pushed back a little bit or questioned you. Right. I find anybody who just like you are the, the the few one of few people I've spoken about 300 people now something like that like that's just a giver like always reaching out always talking like you're one of the real ones like I don't understand I guess with Instagram people just assume and even I was doing that I was assuming oh there's no really good good people out there but I think you sh it's going to be harder to find and I think there's just something to be said that gets me nervous about like what is this going to look like for the generation of kids that right. have grown up fully with this Instagram and like what are their mindsets going to look like? And like, what is their view on human beings going to be like? Cause I know you, you're East coast. Like me, like we always have that little, maybe, maybe you didn't, but I always have this thing when I meet somebody, like what's, what's your angle? Like where, where are you getting this angle from? Like wh where are they trying to get at me from? Like where, where are they going to make a jerk off out of me? And I don't know if it's a Brooklyn thing. I don't know if it's like a, I, I, ha I have to like bring that down, but I feel like people are, are like taking that to another level to be like super negative and trying to find, or like you could, you could find something wrong in everybody's whatever, whatever is art or whatever it is. Um, right. 
You feel that way? Oh, absolutely. But like as a man, I'm sure you feel like this as well. Like as an adult, would you ever fathom like going on somebody's account who you don't agree with their principles or anything and like leaving a negative comment and trying to like no. start shit with them in a comment section? No. Maybe that's how life. we were brought up. <laughs> Maybe that's how we were brought up. But it happens so much. It's just like funny to me now. Like I just started, I actually got into a little bit more of TikTok and whatever. It's also a strange place to me. And I actually just like post the, the comments. <laughs> I saw, I saw that. And I, I will tell you, I love you a hundred percent. And now it's 99% because TikTok is not something I could do. How has that been? Tell, tell me oh, about this. What is it? 10 seconds? It's a bizarre place. It's a bizarre place. I, I feel like it's a live action Twitter because like every thought, everything you actually comes into your mind or like post, post it. I mean, I don't have, I'm, I'm actually happy because there's no, no such following there. So I could just kind of do silly. whatever there right now. Yeah, I could just do whatever. So I hope it stays that way, to be honest, <laughs> for a while. But that's basically, it would be the reels or whatever, just a 10 second quick. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just like Instagram, man. You figure out the algorithm and then, you know, it blows up. But uh, still concentrating on the Instagram stuff for now. Dude, let me tell I I've been on uh, Twitter for the last month and I feel like a million bucks. I, I've moved all my, I would say I've spent like an hour and a half a day on Instagram and I would say 45 minutes, 45 minutes. I was looking at girls booties. So I've removed that and put it into Twitter, but I'm very careful with my algorithm. Like I, I'm not you playing it or you got kicked off. Did they kick you off for, for spamming the booties too much? No, 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 dude. I mean, I just, I, if you looked at my popular page, it's a lot of, Fitness what? women booties. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, this isn't good. Like, what am I doing? What am I getting from this? So I looked at it. It's like, you're spending not maybe two hours, maybe two hours a day on Instagram. I was like, how can I supplement this? I was like, let me try Twitter. Cause you got to build the following there, bro. Have, do you fuck around with Twitter? I love Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Just, it, I'm just there. I'm like more of an egg than anything. Oh, dude, I got but... Twitter, bro. I fucking yeah. love Twitter. I thought I was built for Twitter. Not in a bad oh, way. Great. I'm just watching like all the people I follow, all psychology, mindset, all like the usual stuff that we talk about here. And it's like, I feel like this is what I was built for because Instagram is like, you know, I would say my, the, the people listening aren't quite Instagram human beings because like it's, you want to think a little bit and like Twitter seems yeah. to be built for that. But I have seen the trolls start and it does. It's the same shit you're talking about. It's just people who just want to like shit on something or like, you know, you know, you didn't say this the right way or that's not how fucking this guy feels. It's like, bro, we're just trying to like help each. I, I, I like this is what gets me nervous. It feels like people are trying to tear down each other more. Not, not us people that these people were talking about, try to tear each other down more instead of building each other up. And I just think that, I don't know. This gets me nervous for the future. If you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, man. I feel you on that. Like literally Twitter, I strength coaches and whatnot. The fitness community is vicious on Twitter. So I started like once the Instagram kind of blew up for me, I was just like, all right, I'm just focused here yeah. and keep all my, all my energy here but i'm on there yeah not not as much as i would like to be or start it up i'm just like might as well just keep going until instagram blows up but you know, we'll see what happens and we'll come back to being you know kind of normal what have you been why have you been playing so much golf like i've been like yo this kid's grinding but you play, <laughs> you're playing a lot of golf news i need to man it's just how i get away from everything i'll be out there tomorrow i'm sure but it's it's just a fun thing for me. As soon as we started, stopped uh, the baseball thing, I needed something to do, and it was just kind of a good segue into it. I've gotten fairly decent, getting a little bit better here and there. Like I said, the elbow hasn't been uh, cooperating as much, but we've definitely gotten a lot better. 
Well, I think I'm going to have to come out there. Maybe we'll shoot around because uh, I, I think you, you said you're doing something July 29th. And I was like thinking about coming down. I can't because I have a bachelor party, but I think I'm going to come no, down. No, I'm here. I know. No, I know you're here. I'm not. I was going to. I think you said oh, something. I think it was the day you said you're going on the lake or something. I may have made that up. I, I just feel like that, that was weekend, May. Yeah, I'm, I'm all fucked up. Well, the point was I was going to yeah. come to Chicago, but I will come at some point and we'll shoot. Um, I can tell you Chicks did the long ball with Scott, but the short game needs a little bit of work. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, we can fix that. It's not a problem. I got a lot of good golf people people here. We can, we can take care of that. We can iron it all out for you. It's not a big deal. Yeah, we're starting not taking a big deal um, for me at all, brother. We're starting to take clients out. Uh, next two weeks from now. So I'm starting to get prepped up top golf and tomorrow just to get, we don't have like a ton of courses here. So it's like little top golf a couple times a week, and then we'll get out there and do what we got to do. We can always take them to what Liberty national. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's yeah. Check it out, man. Liberty national might cost you at a arm and a leg and you might need to know someone or give your firstborn, but great oh. course. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a country club, though. Do I need yeah, to know? Yeah, it's country some? club. Yeah, you All might right. have to know somebody. Yeah, I made two phone calls. Oh, yeah. I know the, I know yeah. the, arch- I know the architecture. Robert Cup. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's one of my That's clients. Awesome. That works. That's awesome, dude. Then you can come out here. We'll go here. Then That's good. Oh, but, you know, are you? Yeah, are you I, like? I, are you good? Like, are you just like honest? Like, you, I know you're trying to be like, oh, I'm fucking humble. But like, are you good? I'm decent. <laughs> what are you shooting? I was shooting the eighties. Oh, yeah, 80s. Pretty good. All right. I'm like in the low 90s. So we would, it would yeah. work. We would be, be fine. decent. Yeah. If we, we played a fine. scramble together, we'd be all right. Yeah. We would be fine. Now, I'm going to blow up your spot here, News, for a second. You told me offline on Instagram, you said something of the fact that you're going to bear it all and tell me something. Oh, bear it all. <laughs> uh, whatever it was, whatever the, whatever the saying was. And I want to know no, what they like- <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to let you just take no, I- it. <laughs> No, I think you get so I feel like when I come and talk to you, it's just like a, a nice release for me. And like we got away from the the topic in the beginning. But like for me, like entering this realm now, it's, you know, dealing with a lot of people who I, I've talked to or been working with, you know, people forget about you very easily. So that's that's the only thing that has been, you know, bothering me a lot. So, you know, I could text you. I've never met you in person, but I feel like you're a better friend than me than a lot of the people who I consider, you know, my other close friends. So it's funny, you know, the people who don't need anything from you anymore, or the people that have kind of gotten everything they need out of you, they're quickly just like, all right, they don't answer texts anymore. They don't say hi anymore. They do reach out though, when they need something. So that's my problem. That's Mm. been something that's been, you know, a huge ordeal for me. But I was just literally just saying this to somebody. It was just like, man, I've never even met Scott, but I bet if I text him right now, whatever I need from him in like two seconds. Oh, bro, you have no idea, P- particularly for you. But I, I've lit like this is the I have this. I mean, I don't know if I want to say I have this issue because like this is just the way it is. Right. If you are a giver and like if you had to break out the percentages, there's givers and takers. Takers are going to be, I would say, in the majority, like 80, 85 percent. I'm dealing with this like at work. Like, bro, I've been to 10 years. I got to fight for raise. I got to do a bunch of different shit. And it's just like I've been I don't know if it's worth it to sit and like muster, because there's a couple of things you could do here. You could sit and just let it fucking just get angry about it. Or you can tell mm-hmm. people to go fuck themselves. I've <laughs> taken the, it depends what mood I'm in. You catch me in a fucking great mood. So I've taken the approach this week of like, I'm just going to give, I'm going to give everything to everybody. 
And it seems when I'm doing shit, I'm not wasting time thinking about this one's going to fuck you over. That one's going to fuck you over. So it is a mix of keeping the perspective close, but also my gratitude of like, I'd rather be a person like exactly how you said, like that made my whole night. It's just, you know, cause like, that's all I want is when people like think of me, just be like, kid's a good kid. I you probably would be there if I needed. And I would. And that's like just the way I live my life. And I think um, I spoke to my clients about this. I was like, all these billionaires, I was like, why do you guys deal with me? Like, why? Like, for what reason? I'm an asshole. Like, I just, you know, and one, one guy said to me, he was like, if I had to tell you, like, there's a value, I guess the, the commodity I always thought is most important is time or money, right? right? Money and time. And this guy told me, he said, there's something called interpersonal trust. And I think you have the highest of that I've ever met. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So you start looking into this. Interpersonal trust is just keeping your word, basically. So I've always lived, I've started living it when I started the podcast of like, whatever comes out of my mouth has to be the truth, A, which is hard. Because I was like, I went a whole year of watching everything I say. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you are kind of, not that you're a liar. You just like embellish shit. Like, everybody, you know, you just try to do stuff to make your ego feel better. I stopped doing that. And that came, gave me congruency. And my next step was like, Everything out of your mouth has to match your actions. And I guess that kind of just worked because um, it, it just gave me like a sense of peace and like groundedness where now like I meet women, Nooch, and this is all the same. Every girl says the same thing. It's like, I'm intimidated by how calm you are. And I'm like, what do you want me to be? You want me to chase you now? Because now we move into this next world, Nooch, and I'll get in trouble for saying this. I don't give a shit. Into like the eights and nines and tens. And now I'm here. And now all of a sudden, I thought this shit would be hard. And it's even easy. They're like bugged out that I'm, I'm like a confident guy, I guess. Or I could at least, you know, not bother them about texting or any of this stuff. I'm blathering, Nooch. Go ahead. Say whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> I just, well, I'll go back to what I was going to say about the other stuff we were just talking about. But like yeah. being a calm person. I am not. I think it's funny because more and more like people think I'm a robot and now they see my personality come out more now that I'm just like doing my own thing and whatnot. People are like so taken back by it. But also you'll get this experience kind of of me being like super trainer, like funny, super outgoing. And then I'll get out of the gym and I'll just fucking spaz. And like, I really think it's because it's all my energy and like my good energy is like in the gym. And then I come out of it and I'm just like completely different. You need to give me like 24, 48 hours to like literally get my head back on straight <laughs> after the, like the weekdays because I've worked for God knows how many hours. So Friday nights, don't even talk to me Friday nights. I'm a loose cannon. Like all bets are off, like which is like where my energy is going to go, how it's going to spray. I'm like, you need to just relax. So that's something I'm working on personally to kind of just not carry all that, you know, built up like anger or aggression out of the gym like it's not even like anger and aggression i shouldn't even say that because it's just like just tense and i'm just like all my energy and efforts are going into everything else you know it's like i forget like drake says it in champagne poetry he's like oh, i've been working so long for others i forgot how i feel so i'm just like that's exactly how i feel right now i'm just like how do i feel but like getting back to what we were talking about before it's just like the other people that like completely forget about you they have no problems like looking at your stories and checking in on you, but they won't so as much as say hi to you and see how you're doing. That's the other thing that really pissed right, me so, off. Yeah. Let me ask you how you do this with people. Cause let's just say you're, you know, there's the clout game on Instagram and there's this and there's that, like when people are like, how do you deal with you could, cause you see your, your affiliate dude, you could probably see through people's bullshit. Like when you could see through people's shit, what is the approach you take? Because I've taken the approach 
of like, you're just X, you're blocked, you're dead. And that's the end of you. You'll never hear from me again. And I literally won't care. And I'm a sick person. And, and now I'm realizing like, I'm, I'm a not sick gonna, person. I'm dude. It, it's, I feel bad. Like I posted something the other day that was like, if you want to play a guy, I don't give a fuck contest with me. Like I will win this every time. Like he'll just never hear from me again. I just feel, but I, I don't know if that's good or bad. And I think it's like a defense mechanism from like not having a father and you got to block it out, whatever. Probably some suppress shit. But like, how do you deal with that? Are you just putting people in like they're around you? You could say hi. Cause I don't even know if I could say hi to these people. Um, you know, I've been of the uh, like attitude of like, I could forgive, but you never forget. You just don't forget. So kind of, yeah. You play it that way. I mean, it depends on the person too, you know? You know, sometimes people have falling out. Sometimes things don't work out the way they're supposed to work out. But uh, I I guess it's just my, like, who I am. I feel like everyone has some type of good in them. And, you know, that that can kind of show itself in a certain manner again. But at the same time, you know, if you've done something that's, like, inexcusable, you're just muted, blocked, whatever it is. So I have found myself definitely, like, muting and a lot of people instead of just being a child and unfollowing them. So there are a lot, quite a few people that have been, muted and whatnot but in the same sense it's like instantly i post something with these saying i'm gonna smack the fly you see that thing almost came up yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that that may be that may be a bigger than a fly there fucker <laughs> <laughs> but literally just like as soon as i post something up man like the first fucking people are like the people that don't give two shits about you or like claim they don't just like boom i see you first top 10 boom i see you say hi stop being weirdos we see you all. Like, are there yeah. people that try to like use your Instagram or use your following for something? Like, how does, does that happen in that that, that world? I, I I don't know, but no, not really. I mean, not anymore. I think Instagram has changed so much that that kind of shit doesn't work out anymore. I mean, I know damn well. I mean, people. I was like, I get a lot of messages about people that want to collab with the air quotes, and I'm just like, my days of not to sound like a douche of collabing and doing these like group workouts and like oh we're all going to do the same kettlebell sequence and bullshit like that together and not to say kettlebells are great or terrible of kettlebells please don't cancel me kettlebell community but you. you know the, the the whole like sequencing and whatnot my um, my mindset is just like i want to teach i want to coach as much as possible i want people to become better movers that's where i'm at yeah, bro. This is I've been dealing with this with this podcast. It's like people, oh, you get put in the top one percent in the world, and everybody's like, "There's just people." I don't. I I take the same approach. Like I'm open. Like I want to give, but then like you come on. Like the way people do the trick, Nooch, is they'll be like, "Oh, let's swap podcast," and they'll try to come on this podcast, and they come on, you post it, and then you don't hear from them again. And it's like, bro, like don't you, how do you even live with yourself? Like not. I'm not gonna delete a. I'm not gonna delete an episode, but it's just like a yeah. weird thing. The way like you see the people. That I don't know. It's just been a it's been a little bit of a weird situation because I, I see it growing and then I see the people who were like not there before. And now that's similar to what you were saying of like, I just rather not worry about that, of like deciphering who's real or not. And just be like, all right, I'm trying my best. I'm doing the best I could internally. Um, let me not just even worry about that shit and everything should come to those. And that whole karma train does come around, I guess. So you would hope so. Right. I mean, we've always been told that's what kind of what goes around comes around. So. I just think the whole social media thing and everything that comes with it is a very funny world, to be honest. Yeah. No. And I think I started rethinking about like what the karma was and like, I, I think what karma really is, it's like, if I was to be a scumbag, right. And I would say not that I was a scumbag. I would say I was more, and I was like, I used to get a kick at like influencing people and like getting them to do what I want. Like this little sickness. It was, it was, it was sick. But like, then 
that was like a seed planted in me that I'm seeing in people now. And now I'm trying to decondition it. And I, like, I see what I did. You know what I'm saying? That's why karma kind of is such a weird thing. Cause it's, it's almost like what you're putting into even your mind is what you're seeing in the world. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like that was some poison I was putting, I was putting in like now I just use the powers for good and try to, you know, just help people in every way I possibly could. Yep. I, I feel like you're, uh, you're on the right path with that. That's why now when I see things that, you know, just kind of annoy me, I kind of just laugh and think about, you know, what could have probably been if people would just, you know, open up a little bit more and, you know, not just be so two faced all the time and, you know, take work or take things, you know, that you've done or X, Y, and Z and just use them for their own credit. Yeah. What do you think the, the, what do you, I'm going to word that. Like, what do you think? Why do you think people, are not two-faced just why do you think the instagram does not match the person or why does whatever they're doing not match who they are on the inside what do you think the issue is because for me i would say society what society expects expectations mixed with social media and then trying to like show off in a way if all that makes sense Yeah, I mean, I think it's the same thing as like our society has become so, you know, relu- reluctant and reliant on, you know, a phone and everything that you can hide behind it. So it's the same thing as like you talk to a, a girl for God knows how many months texting and on the phone, then you meet her in person. She's not the same or you're not the same. Something's off because, you know, your whole interaction skills are just completely lost. You're also doing it for clout. So you can be somebody who you're really not through your phone or through social media. And then when everything comes into play, you're just not that type of person. So I just feel like we do everything. Some people, I'm not speaking to anybody in particular or myself, just it's all about clout, how we look to a a whole platform instead of like the people that actually mean something to us. Isn't that some fucked up shit, bro? And that's, Mm -hmm. I get more nervous about just like you growing up, well, you were in the, you were like, what were you, you're 33, 34, 35, 35. So you were in the middle of it too, like me of like the kids that now have just phones to interact. It's like, yeah. we got tons of like, how did you get good at everything you've done? It's reps. Everything you do is reps. I mean, you've talked to a million people, blah, 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 blah. For people who aren't getting those repetitions, like what the fuck are they going to look like? like? Like my little cousin the other day, we're ordering Italian food. Uber Eats wasn't working. I'm like calling the, calling the food. He's like, I can't call on the food. I was like, bro, call on the food. He's 19 years old, studly kid, captain of the basketball team, Seton Hall, whatever. Bro, call on the food. Freaking out. Can't, can't a- call. And it's like, you can't. I'm not saying go up and do a speech. I'm saying just call in the pizza. And it was like, a, it was like a, now it's a joke. It's funny. But like, I'm a little concerned. Like, what is this going to look like from a critical thinking standpoint, from a being able to talk to a girl standpoint, and I'm going to go ahead and just be like, I've been on this hinge app. I've been dating some of you girls. Some of you that I'm talking to right now, I'm not referencing you at all. Oh, I'm already in trouble. I'm keeping it. I'm you're, keeping it all. I just, I'm in trouble. I don't care. Um, you're going to get me in trouble. No, <laughs> I didn't ask you nothing yet. I'm not saying shit. Every time there's a different story. I'm with this one. I'm not with this one. Oh, I live with this beautiful blonde girl. I didn't say shit. I'm not even asking what you. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I just I, I just don't I don't I don't I'm not asking I'm not asking I will just say that I've seen I see the girls you train I've seen the women you're around and I would be more animalistic if 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 I was in the new situation but I'm just not used to it I'm not used to it I'm a good guy I'm a good guy 
Nooch's under this you're, PR you're, train. You're fucking fucking this, this kid's under the agency fucking train already. Fucking BMP supplements, whatever he's fucking talking about. Right. Hey, that's right. Business is business, man. <laughs> All right. My guy, Brock, uh, Brock said it best, man. Yo, that's right. That's right. Did you, um, have you been keeping up with everything? I have. We're talking about the, the E, right? Yeah. I mean, more E than, well, yeah. speaking of bad guys, Vince is, Vince is done. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking nuts, bro. He's just like, he doesn't even care. Like you gotta go. Bro, he was go, at, dude. he was at the UFC event the night of money in the bank. And then like they had him on TV the two days before the whole thing blew up. Like the, the whole thing blew up. Like, did you not think in today's world that that would not come back to get you? In his brain, probably not. Does she just think you're mean, too big? Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, man, it just comes back to bite people in the ass. I mean, I feel like it's just going to get worse and worse, even after he's gone. What? More and more the, is going to come out. Oh, uh, the second one, 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 the second that that dam starts leaking, I feel like there's because, you know, I, oh, there yeah. has to be a, a ton more. I mean, if everybody looks at the roster, we're talking about WWE show right now. If you just look at the women that he pushes, it's like if you're not a blonde fit girl over under 130 pounds, like you're out. Not named Charlotte, yeah. Flair, I guess. But that, that's really yeah. that's his style. They didn't say. Who like, the, go ahead. Yeah, no, like, even I'm watching the old Tough Enough show and just like even like how some of the trainers and whatnot talk to the contestants. You're like, wow, <laughs> it's wild. Uh, yo, who won? Who who won that first one? You remember the girl? Uh, Nydia. Nydia. But then you remember the second one, the hot blonde Jackie Gata? Remember Jackie Gata? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, gosh. yeah. I love it. I'm Jackie. actually on that season right now. They, see? <laughs> The first, the first one is where Maven and, and Maven Nidia. and Nidia won. Yeah. Okay. You want to hear the sad part of this? Maven is now bouncing at the club I go to. No. Yeah. Wow. Sto- true story. True story. I saw him. I'm like, are you Maven? He's like, are you actually? He's like, I'm not Maven anymore. I'm like, you're Maven, bro. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I, don't know. I think people don't look like far ahead after their career. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I got like these, I have like these actors who some like, yo, pretty people that like, if I, a lot of, um, I'll be honest with you, there's been a lot of, I'll tell you a couple Sopranos people have reached out to me to come on the show. I'm like, hey, I don't even do what you guys do. And I'm like, yo, you guys must be fucking reaching. Like I was watching, I'm watching Sopranos. I see you. It's season five, bro. <laughs> like how far has the fucking thing fallen? I think people, I don't know. I feel like people chase like that identity of who they were almost. And I don't know if that'll be an right. issue because I really don't have like an identity. I'm like kind of all over the place. Is this something you think about at all? I just feel like I've been in my pocket, like the zone for yeah. God knows how long. I mean, I think it's only still a lot of people see it as, you know, they, they see that following. And it's like, Oh dude, you're killing it. You're, you're doing all this, all that. That, that doesn't mean anything to me. Like there's so many like more personal things I want to do. Like, we're going to start doing seminars and we're going to start traveling, going to different gyms and, you know, doing retreats and things of that nature, just so we can kind of expand on this movement thing. I think it's about time we take it in that direction. So, but it's just like, I, everything's set, man. I'm good. See, <laughs> I'm but good. I, you got that groundedness, not the groundedness of like, you know who you are. And I feel like that's the hardest part for people. That's kind of what we're talking about. Social media. Like people don't know who they are and they're trying to cling to these different things. Even me with the great Scott, I fucking hate my personal social media. I fucking hate it. But do I have a $2,500 suit coming tomorrow for this wedding on Saturday? You bet your fucking ass. I do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's that struggle <laughs> I have too. That's the struggle but I have. It's like you stay in that zone, man. It's like people chase that what's hot, what's next, what's what works for you works for you. And people are always going to see that, especially when they get to actually meet you in person and see you actually move around, in my instance, myself, or see me move mm-hmm. around and see me actually coach them one-on-one and how I can just pick up on their, you know, their ability not to be able to move a certain way or where they're dominant on one side of their body, where they're not. And this is like me not even having any knowledge of them like see them playing or like know what they do or what they do good. And just like me, just running them through a normal warm up and, and how that's how I kind of just screen athletes. So it's just like that you'll always have that because people are going to go and tell five other people about that. And then those five people are going to tell five other people. So it's always going to be the old school way in our business of, you know, the work that you do with the athlete in person is always going to be better than anything you post on social media. Absolutely. Results matter. And what do you think for somebody that's listening, that's doing the regular routine, whether it be bodybuilding, powerlifting, that's trying to like, yo, where do I start? Like, where's this first step? If I wanted to do five, 10 minutes, throw it into my routine. What would you suggest? Where do they go? Is there somebody on YouTube? Should we check you out? You tell you tell me, um, because I've been I just I, I throw some of your stuff in like my knees just have felt better. My explosiveness, I just feel better. Um, what would you suggest? Um, are you t- talking in terms of just like movement? What do we, what do we say? Just like, somebody that wants to get, get better. Yeah. Somebody that's get, that's, I would say focused a little bit too much on either doing, just doing the bodybuilding do stuff. That's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to lift. And then I'm going to do slow, steady cardio. Like where, where should they throw that 10 minutes in? What should they be doing? If they just want to put their, they just want to start dabbling in that world. I think it's, it's always starts in like the beginning of, you know, finding a good warm up, Right. So just trying to find, and like how I screen literally every one of my new athletes that come in or, you know, a new client, just being able to try to find a balance of movement where they're comfortable and kind of just building off of that. So like I have these like eight to 10 movements that I do in the beginning of every workout and I just kind of progress them as the weeks go on. So if you can kind of find what works for you there in terms of balance, stability, mobility, dynamic ability just being able to move around like skip hop do things of that nature and start to do them well like do things that kind of make you uncomfortable because i know i have a lot of like lifting people that'll come in or like powerlifting people will be like oh yeah i just want to move better and then basically man just like moving their opposite hand with their opposite leg just walking or even just skipping is like the toughest task for some people so start there walking and skipping yeah See, bro, I, I wouldn't be able to skip. I, Mike Libran's all jacked up, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out, dude. Um, dude, all good, Nooch. Um, thank you so much for for joining me, bro. I'm gonna see you for this little roundtable we're doing. But, dude, just come on, whatever. Absolutely. Dude, you are always I. You are like the only person that reaches out. I just don't want to bust your balls about like, oh, oh come no, on the podcast. Fine. But I'll I'll ball you every month because I want you on here every month. So, hey, we've been talking about it. I'm I'm down. I'm always down to talk to you for an hour, dude. Let's do it. That's an easy easy hour. Dude, quick oh, and, and easy. Uh, we got yeah. somebody coming over in eight minutes. Boom. Uh, as always, <laughs> stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> bye bye. My dude. <laughs>